Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again this week. We had another good pod. It was myself, Jack Agner, and Kyle Schultz down here together in the new Pipe It Up studio, or at least in the frameworks of it as it's still coming together, which we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the show. And other than that, we dove into the new Triton jerseys, talked about our favorites and what we're looking forward to in terms of jersey matchups in the 2023 season. So that was a fun discussion. And then since we had Kyle down here, of course, we talked about and gave some inside scoop to the upcoming MLW uploads on the YouTube channel. So good stuff, good pod, enjoy it. And of course, this is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. All right, here we go, boys. We're back. We're in the studio. A little bit of a practice pod this week. So without spoiling too much, I got to say that we're, we're preparing for what should be a pretty big interview uh, next week, the week of April 1st through 7th or whatever it is. And uh, we're hoping that we can release that to you guys come early May. So we got the boys in person in the new uh, in the lab in the studio. Jackson Town, Kyle Schultz is down here. And uh, we're just getting all our ducks in a row for a potential big podcast next week. So we're excited. But thanks for making the trip out, Jack. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this... This is incredible. How far? You can, how you can far spin it. Look at me. Boys. You can get comfortable now. We're yeah, we can. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still getting my bearings here. This is really well, that's cool, why we're doing guys. Because I didn't want you to be in a foreign environment next what, week. I was, I was just telling them before we started this. Like we, when, when I joined as, as the co-host, we were recording on a card table with, with something similar to what's on the floor right here, and mm-hmm. these, you know, dusty microphones. And now look where we're at. It's pretty cool. Who would have so, thought? Who would have thunk it? I mean, but actually, we thought it. We knew it. We knew it. We knew it. And it's not complete. It's not complete yet. No. There's still a lot uh, that we can, that, that is going to be added to the studio down here. Rugs have been talked about yes. here. This is a rug that would, would look nice here. Well, just more so for the, the acoustics. The acoustics, yeah. It's I a little mean, bit echoey. But. It's a little bit echoey. It's not wasn't as bad as I thought, though, Jack. Like, editing the past couple weeks, I actually thought it sounded worse upstairs because that's, like, a larger ceiling. The echo mm. is more delayed, so you can hear the echo more, where now mm. my voice just sounds like it's fuller because the echo is, like, instant. So maybe it's actually helping you. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I do think a rug would sound nice. I was listening back to the podcast we did with We Got Ice when we were in a giant building, like, yeah. um, where the echo was all going towards the warehouse when we were upstairs, and that audio sounded, like, so clean compared to what I'm doing down here. We're going to get there. we got a lot of stuff to hang up still. A nice plush rug, like Jack said, will help. And uh, we're just excited to keep it moving. And once again, if all things go well, all the all the stars align next week, we should have a pretty exciting episode to share with you guys in about a month or so. How are you feeling, yeah. Kyle? I'm feeling good. I just want to say it's so cool when you have a vision of something and something as big as this where it's like a set. Like we've never really had a full-on set before. So when you have you know chairs you're getting and... Um, it, like we said, it's still in the works. So we have frames we're going to put up and signage and all that kind of stuff. But actually putting this into fruition and having you guys sitting in these chairs. And you know, after I, after I mocked all those images up of what I, it could look like, but actually filming it now is super cool to see. Um, and yeah, we are, this is in preparation for a very big podcast interview, like Tommy mentioned. And what I want all of you fans to do is to comment a prediction on, on who you think that could be. Um, who's I'm the big guest? Very much mm. looking forward to who you guys think we might be interviewing, but we could are very excited to have him on. Should I give him a little hint? Yeah, sure. Could be Elon. It could be Elon Musk. Probably not. <laughs> but actually, Jack, we already we already interviewed that guy. Oh, so Fifty something. Well, he's a re- recurring guest. <laughs> recurring guest. <laughs> um, but how could I give a hint without giving away too much? It's so it's it's someone that is affiliated with something that 
most of you all know. It's somebody and, that's going to be like, oh, you got him? How'd you get him? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> sure. That's a good way to describe it. So it's someone cool and we're excited. Like Kyle said, we're working on a sign too for this place, a custom sign that I've been tasked to make and it's been a great <laughs> little, little arts and crafts at home. No, this is a little arts and crafts. So I went to the dollar store today to purchase a paintbrush because what I bought at the hardware store was too big for what I need to do. I realized once I had it stenciled and the guy's like, is this for a kid? Or I was like, yeah, a big kid. Yeah. I was like, about my age. <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it's, you guys will see some time lapses of it, but it's essentially just a giant custom pipe it up sign because I'll tell you what, custom large custom signage that's like looks good and is well made and is what we wanted it to be is very expensive so yeah. we went the budget route of homemade have but to. It, it's it's cool why it, not it has a little bit of grit to it it's character and it's character and then you have that memory when you look at it like oh remember yeah those remember that six hour morning i had when i painted my back hurt and my knees were hurting <laughs> oh yeah and all that kind of yep. stuff it's so much easier to hang up the sign when when you made it because it's it like is. all that you put into that sign and mm -hmm. now it's going to hang up there forever I got, I got three words for what I want this podcast studio to, to feel like. Rustic, cozy, and homey. Rustic, cozy, and homey. I think it's got the homey vibe to it. Well, not, not yet. It's, it's got a long way to come. Still, when we'll have all these like iconic photos of MLW plastered on these walls and all this mm -hmm. memorabilia up on the walls, that's going to really tie it together. When I feel the plush rug between my toes. It's going to feel extremely homey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sign's been a grind, but I'm excited for you guys to see that and stay tuned on the Instagram. I'm sure I'll post some of those time lapses for you guys to see. But yeah, um, we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff. Not that's not also homemade stuff we bought too to to hang up. So we're excited. Yeah, I mean, you guys have also, uh, in conjunction with the sign, probably over this last month, been working a lot on these jerseys mm -hmm. that right. were just revealed. Um, I'm I know I'm a huge fan of the jerseys. I was checking them out today, and they're sick. Uh, quite so I, I just want to get, get your guys's comments, uh, on, in terms of like, what was the strategy with this new rollout of jerseys? Cause now this is two years in a row where we've, each team has gotten new jerseys, but it's a little bit different, um, in terms of what the idea was. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go back to last year where Triton really blew us away with the quality and professionalism of those jerseys and their service also is really good. Um, Chris, the guy that runs that company, not only does he run the company, but he's also a like head designer and he, he's, he really manages both of those aspects really well. Um, so we knew we wanted to return with them. They actually approached us with the idea of having away jerseys, quote unquote. Um, but we kind of want to brand that as like a light moxie Jersey and then pair that with each team's dark moxie Jersey. So each team has two, um, in addition to their vintage Jersey t-shirt, which we still want to have our guys wear at least once, um, in one series this year in 2023, um, but the approach this year is to go for a very professional, simplistic, sleek contrast to maybe last year where it was a true alternative route mm -hmm. where we have only really ever known t-shirts and we kind of gave a, a lot of guys freedom to do whatever, just do whatever they wanted with those jerseys last year. And some of them are really out there. Some of them are sleek, but we wanted a very consistent, standardized feel across the board of all eight jerseys this year. I think that's what you're really seeing. You're seeing jerseys that could really appear on an MLB field just with the vintage look. Some are a little bit more modern. Some some have influences from MLB teams that we kind of took and then altered with colors and gradients and whatnot and fonts. But um, I, I'm, I'm really happy, honestly, with all eight of them. And I, a lot of the products we come out with, I'm like, oh, I wish we'd have done that. I wish we'd have done that. But this this group of eight jerseys, I'm like really happy with. And I don't think there's like a weak link or anything like that. Um, and I think the feedback that we've seen on the, all these posts today kind of reflects that as well. Yeah, I think 
like what Kyle was saying is last year when this whole partnership with Triton started and they came with us with the idea to do an alternative. The key word there being an alternative jersey. Right. Yeah. So really in our minds and all the players' minds and all the captains' minds, it was like, okay, what's a cool jersey we can wear for a series, you know, to to promote Triton and to have a cool alternative jersey. Yep. Well, quickly we realized how good they looked on field and the fan feedback was great and that kind of thing. So this year the mindset shifted to okay, we have these jerseys that are kind of like alt. Some of them are more professional looking than others and more like sleek and like classic looking than others. So how can we complement that with sort of in a, a jersey that could be like a, not a secondary, but just an alternative, like a kind of style, light or a dark. So each team mm-hmm. has like a home and in a way, a light, a dark. So for the Mallards, for example, um, last year with, you know, we had our green jerseys. Had I known we would have only had two jerseys, I probably would have went maybe white, right? Like a green mm-hmm. and a white, a green shirt and a white shirt. But I was like, oh, black would be sick because it's a sick alt. I just had this idea yeah. to be black and I wanted it. So I did it. And then now it's like we're getting a second one. I was like, oh, well, I wish I would have had like a green or a white because then I would just do the opposite of those two. So now with us having to go with a light jersey, I did the, the Kelly green thing and um, heavy inspiration there from the Oakland Athletics Kelly alternate jerseys that they used to wear. So, so yeah, it was about just finding the complement to the existing jersey as well as um, treating it more like a, like Kyle said, more like an on-field yeah. wearable jersey. Also, just in terms of like long-term use, like these are jerseys that can be used for years and years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, right. we, we don't want a scenario where every single year we're adding a new jersey because then there goes all the consistency and nostalgia of previous highlights when you have a big home run in a, pre, in a certain jersey and then the next year they, they look totally different. We kind of want to keep that element of like these, these three jerseys that we have right now, the T-shirts and the two um, ones from Triton, we want those to be the three moving forward for, um, you know, a good amount of time. And I don't really in the in the foreseeable future see a a, a, a near change with those three. I was same with the hats too. Yeah. Right. Right. They, I, I think that was the, the plan, by the way, too, for the hats and these jerseys to right. like mesh super well together. Yeah, which they will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- I mean I think the alts serve their purpose right like we wanted mm-hmm. to make a statement with those jerseys. Oh yeah. Um, people love those. I know all the players love them, but like you there's a reason there's alternates and there's a reason like teams have alternates and mm-hmm. it's usually like one, you know, mm-hmm. you have one kind of like oddball Jersey or like odd set of jerseys well, and you can't have a ton of like out there jerseys. Mm-hmm. You got to You got to be professional and like yep. come back. And they to all it. look good. They all, look they good, all look right? really good. I'm not saying they don't look good, but it's like that. Like, for example, the magics want the, the magics alternate Jersey is really cool. It got mm-hmm. a lot of good feedback, but it's like, if we came out with another one, that had a bunch of stuff going on mm-hmm. all over it. It's like, it's not the same. It's yeah. not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna resonate the same with, with the, with the audience. And mm-hmm. also it's kind of just like you said, Kyle, it's like the consistency, like over the years, it's, it's, it's not the same. It's, it's much more professional. I think the ones that we have rolled out now, and I think it's going to be so cool to have, you know, the options, like now we have three different options that we well, can Plus now, like with wear. each team having a light variant and a dark variant, now we can make like these sweet matchups on the field. That's the right. plan too, color plan. matchups. Yeah, color yeah. matchups. And I'll, I'll say too, so there's five obviously series in the regular season. The plan is to have at least uh, one series of each jersey and then in the additional two, that's where we're going to really pair up the best jersey matchups. Color and matchups. Um, probably the, the moxies will be used twice, um, but we're really going to pay a lot of detail to what would uh, contrast or what would look really well in each series on camera. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, Jack, that uh, this is not a shot at any particular team or Jersey or, or player, but like because of the mindset shift and what we were trying to accomplish this year, like 
last year pretty much the managers had like full control we're like boys you got an alternate jersey what do you yeah. want to do but this yeah. year there was some more checks and balances from the boys upstairs yes. making sure everything was looking good but i think all the managers are super happy with what they got yeah, yeah i don't I think, think so there's too. any too uh set, too many sad faces out there oh i mean i'll just speak from personal experience it was pretty much just like yeah, what do you want in the jersey? <laughs> um, yeah, this is what we thought. And I was like, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's that's how it worked. And I'm glad because they're so cool. But you were talking about the color matchups. So what do you guys think, like, right off the top oh. of your head are going to be the best, like, color matchups? I'm really interested to see whatever we go with. Um, the Wildcats play the Eagles this year, of course. Mm-hmm. And we have very interesting options with their, their light blue and their white and our purple and our white. I'm, we don't have anything yeah. in stone yet, but I think there's a combo in there that's going to really look great on camera and it could potentially be in a, a, a really cool venue too. Also, yeah. underrated aspect that we're going to focus more on this year, I think the Mallards did a great job with the shorts. Yes. The, the shorts coordination Team last shorts. year. Mm. So I think adding yeah, that I element to, to... I might have to steal that to my yeah, squad. Well, I, yeah, we're going to encourage that for everybody. We're going to make sure that happens. So That's not too hard to you. Like, I mean, you just tell your boys, like, everybody wear black yeah, shorts. Most today. people already have yeah. what they need. And if not, like... Easier said than done, though. Yeah. True. The, the Mallard shorts... <laughs> I mean, yeah, with them with green shorts, that's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, but yeah. those shorts are, like, nothing. Like, those shorts were, like, $9 on Amazon. Yeah. It's like a piece of fabric, but they look amazing on the field. Yeah, they look true. really good. So that's true. all you need to accomplish something that looks great. It's true. But in terms of your question, Jack, the matchup I'm excited for, I really liked the series last year when we played the Eagles where we wore black on black. We wore black shirt, black shorts, the only time we did that last year. And then they had their light blues on. That was money. That'll be tough to beat. But I think that this year, moving forward, there are a lot of of good ones out there. There I'm going to say who has a white that I like a lot. Cobra's, Cobra's white against... Cobra's magic. magic That's what I was thinking. That's gonna that was my clean. first one. That was? Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously biased here. I'm just thinking Matt, who who the magic are going to play. Or but if we play the D-backs this year, we could we could rock the blacks and they could yeah. rock the cream. That would be sweet, too. I also think the the magic blacks versus the Wildcats <laughs> new ones yes. would be clean because we also have like purple obviously yeah, in yeah, our colors nice so it's like jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Something that's in, like really interesting to me too is last year when we came out with all the jerseys um, the Wildcats had a very like simplistic design and nobody was like, oh, the Wildcats are in the top three of designs this Definitely year, like, definitely number one. But then when they came in person, the, the narrative kind of totally shifted. Different. So I feel yeah. like there's that element where it's like on a picture or a graphic, they're going to look different, of course, than actually on person when your entire totally. squad is assembled. Same goes for hats. When they're totally. lined up right next to each other. So um, for, for teams that may not be getting the, oh, they're for sure the top three Moxie jerseys this year, like they could be a dark horse. Watch out for them. If, if you're not getting a lot of love in the comments right now, which I mean, frankly, a lot of them are from, from mm-hmm. what I've seen in the comments, like the wealth is being distributed by, you know, the amount of love each Jersey is getting. But I just want to say that, uh, the, the jerseys yeah. could even be amped up in person. So you, you also mentioned the, the influence from the, the athletics mm-hmm. for your guys' Jersey. What were, were there other ones? <laughs> Wildcats and Yankees. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. with the pinstripes and right. the, the, uh, the logo on, you the know, the upper team. left chest. Um, Historic team. I could go, I could go down the board. So I'm just going to say it. The Wildcats moxie combo is the best in the league just because it's classic. That's yeah. what the goal was though. Cause they're like the original that was team. A goal. So like in hindsight, Kyle made a great alt last year because it doesn't really look like an alt. It looks like a primary. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before I talk about the influences, I want to do top three in your mind right now. And then we can get into like, Okay, where I drew inspiration from. So what are okay. you what are you thinking? It's a tough decision, and I've yeah. I'm currently struggling with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very curious to what you think. Well, I feel like I say this every time. 
Yeah, you guys probably know where I'm going with it, but yeah. I think Toot the magic horn, I think the magic one hands down is like the best. It's just I don't know. I'm obviously biased. I, I guess I'll give you a top three not counting them. Um You can count them. I mean that's like a very yeah, like you gotta call a space common if you like I, it. I it's a very common answer in our comments right now. Yeah. People are saying magic is yeah. the best one. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I said that for the alts. Oh, yeah, you're good. Uh, if we ever had a Jersey conversation before the alts, I probably said it before that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that was when I, when we started the magic. That was one of the things I was most excited about was the color combo. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is sick, and we're going to have a bunch of sweet jerseys. Yeah, you guys have the most fun. It's like, very lacrosse-y. It lacrosse is, teams it, have. It really that, is. It, it suits your background well. Yeah. That combo of like a teal, a purple, a hot pink, black Mm -hmm. is such a cool combo. Yeah. And it's like, it's pretty unique too. Cause it's, you don't really necessarily see that a bunch, um, like in the MLB or, or other sports teams, like maybe the dolphins, they have like a turquoise. I love the dolphins unis. And they're sweet. Yeah. And they're sweet. But, um, so I would, I would probably say, I'd probably say magic, uh, magic. Number one, I think you got to go with the wildcats at two. And I'm probably just going to stay in the, in the AL. I think the Cobras one is sick. I, I really, I've said it before on the podcast, but the, the CC logo, mm, I yeah. just really like it for some reason. Clean. And the red is really cool. Um, and so their jerseys, like, I don't know with the white and the red, it's just like that to me reminds me of like an MLB. That's what jersey, I like. I like, which is really cool. Like that. Yep. Yeah. So those, that'd be my top three. Good top three. All right. You want me to go? Sure. Um, He's got notes. I'm going to go cats. Yeah. I just love the pinstripes Bunch and of homers. <laughs> no, I, I really Mallards like aren't in your top three. I mean, it's, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Second, and this is a jersey I took so long on, and I got cold feet at the last minute, and I I made a, a change that I really think tied it together. But Diamondbacks in my number okay. two slot. I just love the look of it. Um, I think that cream look is going to look really good in person, and um, from every cream MLB jersey I've seen, it always looks great in person. So that was kind of um, what it you know influenced me to do that. Okay, number three. I love this jersey a lot. Great Lakes Gators. Yeah, the the mm. Gators. The Gators one's sweet. And it is. Sweet. Um, big MLB fans will pick up on the fact that um, it looks a little bit like the old Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And yes, that was the inspiration behind that. Um, I think with the gradients and the sleeves, um, it also really is going to complement their 2022 moxies really well. So um, that's my top three right there. I will say I like them all. And I already said, like, the Wildcats are my favorite one-two punch just in terms of it looks... It's very sellable as, like, a professional team. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, speaking on just the new jerseys alone, um, I don't know if... I gotta say a number one, don't I? Okay, the Mallards, you just gotta... Because I'm really putting the whole thing together. So, I, I got... If you guys saying your own teams, <laughs> I gotta say the Mallards because with that jersey and the hat and the, we're probably gonna rock white shorts with the, with the Kelly Greens, um, I think it's gonna look insanely good. But we'll see. It's like Kyle said, it's hard to <laughs> say. us a bunch of homers. It's hard, no, it's hard to say until you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. But I'll just tell you guys straight up, like I was kind of not backed into a corner, but I kind of had to shift because as you guys know, I took the Mallards from the Kelly green to the darker green. I was like, I'd like the darker green better. Mm-hmm. Made that move three years ago. Well, then with our alts last year, that green came in as a Kelly green and not a dark green on like our number. And you saw the shorts match that. Yep. So in order to create the best pairing of light moxie and dark moxie, I was like, well, I guess we got to go back to our roots. Got to go back to Kelly. So now we're kind of back to Kelly that you'll see in the, in the New Jersey and the new hat. So I'm telling you, it's going to be clean, but we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, so I'll say Mallard's one, Magic two. Um, 
We'll go Cobras three. I like the Cobras yeah, the a lot. Cobras Just so simple. I'm a, I'm a simple guy. You might not think so because, like I said, now I got these Kelly Green jerseys. And but the Kelly, if you just look up the Oakland A's Kelly Greens, I'm telling you, it's not it's not overpowering. It's not no, too loud. It's it I just don't even. Looks I don't. I don't like. I'm not a huge baseball fan. I haven't watched a ton of baseball in my life, and I know what jerseys you're talking. But about. I will say, our jerseys last year are like. They're, they're a statement jersey, I think, our black alts. For sure. But they look awesome, I think, with the shorts. I, I, don't, I don't feel too flashy in it. I, like you said about Kyle's jersey from last year, like how they, they don't really feel like an alternate. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel that way about the Mallards black. Oh, yeah. That just looks like a I'm clean a simple, jersey. I'm a simple guy, but if I yeah. could do it all over again, I don't know if I would do black. That's all I'll say about it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we should have had Kelly Why? white. Be, for your, for just the black. look of it? No, I love Mallards, the look. The or look is like sick, why? but just I don't know. I feel like have as a baseball guy and knowing what like my teams wore growing up, what guys wear in the MLB. Usually, a lot of teams have three jerseys now. But if you're thinking of just two, it's usually you have your your whites, like are your homes, and mm-hmm. then your either your team color or your like grays or the road jerseys. Mm-hmm. So black wasn't a thing, is what you're black saying. Black is it is more so now. Like the Orioles yeah. rock a black jersey. A lot of teams have black jerseys. The Rays have a black jersey, but um, I don't know. Just, just, just something mm. I've been pondering. That's all, mm. boys. That's all. Think of how good the accessories are going to look with these jerseys. I'm, I'm talking not an accessory shorts, guy. <laughs> arm sleeves, headbands with these new moxie jerseys. Or oh, wearing hats, though. Yeah, we are wearing hats. We're wearing uh, hats. Yeah, that's not required. I think the rule is going to be: if you're going to wear a hat, we're going to have it be the team hat. But if you have a headband or you want to go no hat, that's fine as well. Mm. Um, my guys are rocking hats. That's team rule yeah. on the Mallards. Whoa! Yeah, come. <laughs> is that the first team rule? Buzz, you like the Yankees buzz cut, Yankees with, face. with facial hair. See, I, you know, I go back and forth with the drip because it's like sometimes, you know, you got to you got to drip out a little mm. bit, and You're I've done, I've done that in the past. Yeah, but then other times I feel like I play better when I just show up and I'm like, I don't need the headband, mm-hmm. I don't need the arm sleeve. You know, I'm just here to hit dingers. And then sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's like when you're just focused on business, I'm business, business gets done. It's a business trip. And that's here. what Tom does. Every I don't know. I so I, I'm undecided trip. on what my game day fit is going to be. Dude, if you wear that 90s cup design headband with your with your magic moxie either this year or last year, that's going to yeah. tie it so well together. I'm telling I you. I know. It would. It I don't would. know. Not on my squad. It's See, like when I watch college <laughs> softball, dude. Like when some of those girls are wearing visors, other girls are wearing nothing. I'm like, what's going on here? See, last year I didn't have in the series that I played in, I didn't have as long of hair as okay. I normally do. So the headband wasn't the same. Gotcha. But the I might have to bring it back because I'm growing my hair out a little bit for the summer. So, Are you? Yeah. And so the headband could be the move. I'm an interesting... But I'm such a hat guy. You know? I want <laughs> to wear hat. Too. Sailor doesn't really wear hats a lot. And I feel like Pearson... He should. Pearson half the time wears hats. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what my team's going to be looking like, but Sailor's I will be rocking... I'll be, I'll be rocking a uh, Wildcat W. Yeah, I'll be rocking the Mallards hat for sure all summer long. So you're so you're telling me the uh, the sailor tailor made hat is, is that's gonna have to. That's what about gonna, dude, that's what, he just likes the saddest retirement? Flow his hair like he does saddest, wear that tailor made one. The though, saddest sometimes. retirement is gonna be Jimmy Norp's Tigers hat. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be the saddest, the toughest and one his, to digest as a fan. And his and Kyle's too, but Kyle's yeah, yeah you always rock the Tigers hat, don't no, you? I used to. I, I, you did all, all last year, didn't you? No, I just MLW, MLW hat. hat. That's I, what I, that's I did what the I MLW last hat. Year too. 2020 is when I wore that Tiger's hat every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe times. 21 too. Yeah. 21 World Series. And, and every year before that. <laughs> right? Yeah, a bunch of times. I've rocked many <laughs> hats. I've rocked so many different. I would used to wear like this Kelly Green Tiger's hat that I had with the Mallards. I would wear like a camo hat sometimes, a yeah. white hat, MLW hat. I rocked we, all kinds so of stuff. We Bandanas, were, of course. That was... 
deep in my roots. We were talking on uh, a previous pod about like the the difficulty in like finding a good hat when we were when we were oh, doing the reveal of these hats. Mm-hmm. So for the first probably three years of me playing MLW, if you go back and watch the videos, I wore the same Carhartt hat in like every (laughs) single series. And that hat, because of me wearing it, like not only in MLW, but just throughout the summer, it was a Navy blue hat when I bought it, but it was so sun faded by, by its retirement that it was like basically gray. And someone actually bought me a new Carhartt hat to replace it. It wasn't the same, but they bought it in like, a gray color because uh, they thought that the hat was like actually gray. That's funny. Yeah, those hats are Cart, last you forever. Oh, you no, it's actually just funny thinking about like player um, apparel that's not necessarily like team issued that has been iconic in MLW. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what Daniel has, yeah. like the shoes that he used to wear back in Coltsfield every single time, Here's, or like Jimmy's yeah. Tiger's Dan, hat. No, the Eagles were the Brighton hats. The bright, right, 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 right. Yeah, hats. black and orange, just Brighton hats, yeah. and then of course. Um, I think of what like, another one I can think of Alec which is like his football cleats like stuff yes. that's just like very specific to people <laughs> his high his highlight his Cam Newton yeah, yeah exactly I've been wearing those for years I think, yeah. I think it's so cool the thing is with these jerseys and these hats you don't need any no, you don't need you just any gotta go out there and ball. we're already all drip you go out there and ball you just gotta ball you just gotta ball just gotta, if you suck you, you just suck. gotta put a your bat to the ball and put the ball over the fence I, well I remember one more story I, so what, I did make a bold choice when I was 13 and stupid but actually they looked pretty good I was playing for Brighton. That's our hometown and um, like travel team. And our colors are black and orange. And I got yeah. this like a hundred dollar gift card to Nike for my grandma, which might have been mm. a million dollars. Like I was so excited. So I go online and I got like these custom shoes. No, because even that wasn't enough to get like the Nike ID ones. Okay, but I got like these bright orange Nike Vapor cleats for baseball mm. metal. They were statement. S- they were sick. <laughs> they were so gnarly. And I remember first game of the year, I go out there, I'm rocking the orange cleats, and I'm like, these are pretty bold. <laughs> but, like, I liked them, of course, but, like, my coaches were making jokes. When you're a 12-year-old kid, like, I'm quiet. I didn't like all that attention. And I remember I was probably hitting second in the lineup at the time, and I go out in the on-deck circle to start the game, top of the first, and the coach is like, wearing those shoes, you better be pretty darn good at baseball. And yeah. I like, laughed, and but I raked that game, so it was all good. But ever <laughs> since then, I think that just deterred me from the drip, because I was like, I don't want the attention. Yeah. Go out yeah. there and ball. Earn it's almost like, else. it's funny, because... It can almost work for you if you go anti-drip in the sense that your opponent might actually like look down on you based on your appearance. And then when you surprise them, they catch them, you know, catch, catch them off guard. Yeah. You know, that can turn the tables for sure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But anyway, let's transition a bit here. Um, we got the commission on. We got the editor on. So, of course, we're going to ask some, some editorial questions and some YouTube questions. Proper. Um, yeah, it's prim and proper. But so we haven't had an upload since the little tour video, right. which went pretty well. We talked about that last yeah. time we had you on last month. I like we doing that one. Yeah, it was a good pod. I enjoyed that one. We've had a couple of good pods lately. I appreciate all the good feedback, guys. You guys have been yeah. liking the pods as of recent, so we appreciate it. We're trying to keep them moving. But um, so we've seen some speculation on the internet in the comment section about like what's coming next. A lot of people are thinking documentary. People are thinking something else. So 
what can people actually expect out of this next upload? If you want to give them just a little tease. Sure. You can expect a video that really um, highlights the personalities of a few of our guys, um, five total guys, um, including myself and you, Tommy. Um, but it's it's very media day-esque. Um, it's something that's fun, lighthearted, but also interesting um, and can provi- and provide some answers to some questions that a lot of people have had about MLW um, the past few years. So it's something that's been really fun. Took a, um, you know, two or three different shoots actually and sets that we kind of had to construct, um, independently of each other. Um, but it's been a couple of weeks editing that now, and that should drop on the channel on the 7th of April, um, uh, one week before we really get going with, uh, you know, the draft as people, you know, have come to know it's the second week of April. So after you do the, the video I alluded to on the 7th, we'll do draft, then you get into trailer, spring training, then opening day. And we're going. And we're then, off and running. Then you're oh, off yeah. and running. But yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this video on the 7th. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds sweet. Um, it's like every year we get we get something new from Something you. new. Something new. Always something new, which is really cool. I always look forward to it. It's refreshing and keeps things, you know, keeps things new and, and not stale. But um, <clears throat> I'm sure you had like a ton of different things that you wanted to do, right? And yeah. A lot, a lot of imagination flowing around there. But now we're already, like you said, basically in April and season's Wild. coming up. Pretty wild, honestly. It's too wild. It really dude. flew by, but what the heck happened to spring? Um, I wanted to ask, like, what what other sort of ideas or yeah. concepts for videos were you maybe thinking about doing that yeah. you know didn't didn't end up you know didn't end up happening this year, maybe next year yes. or, or somewhere down the line. So this media day um, one was actually not the main priority to do to drop this this um the spring right before all the uh, other videos get rolling on the channel. I was actually looking into doing um, a series of three feature pieces, almost all combined into one video. So have you ever seen Big Ten Network, The Journey? Yeah. Called BTN, The Journey, where they'll go like in depth on their stories and stuff you might not see on the field. And you'll you'll go a little bit more off the field to honestly a little bit more pressing topics, but something that can be really impactful and inspiring to our audience. Yeah. Um, For a variety of reasons, we weren't um, able to make that happen this year and um, maybe in the future that changes, but that was actually the, the, the real plan is to have three of our guys um, talk about stuff that is really um, inspiring and motivating to people. And um, that's something I for sure want to do in the future. I, I really love um, highlighting our personalities and, you know, thinking of them more of just a, a wiffle ball player in this entire thing that we're operating, this entire company, um, actually caring about their their backgrounds, their stories, where they come from. Um, things that they've had to push through or something that they're they're always working towards. That was actually the main goal to do for this um, this this early April video. But the gears changed. Me and Tommy actually had a brainstorm within a couple days, really. Um, and we, we, we thought of this this fun one, which I don't want to allude too much to. Like, Yeah, I think you can't spoil too much. Of the surprises. element of surprise is going yeah. is, is to be really good um, next week. But um, Let's say I had to endure some physical pain in this video. <laughs> <laughs> the simil- the similarities, though, I can I can say are just highlighting personalities and um, taking us off the wiffle ball field and producing a fun video uh, in a, in a different light. Right on. I mean, yeah, it's just like, what do you want? I mean, do people really want to only watch wiffle ball all the time on the channel? I feel like that would get, like you said, it would just get old and stale. I think the season yeah. the season is what it is. It's so coveted, and people are like, when's opening day? When's opening day? That's why you. I get excited for it because you don't have it all the time. Right. So it's just every Friday dropping a video of a YouTube, like of a wiffle ball game. It would get pretty old pretty fast. So. I agree. And our fans have become so close to us. They've grown up with us. They essentially know us. Like when we meet them at these tournaments, we talk about it all the time, but we talk to them as if we're already their friend. They already know about us. I've got 14 years of my life documented and they, they know a lot about, you know, what I, 
have gone through and the, the history of this company. So um, it, it only feels right to, to um, go in depth on the personalities of our players. Sure. I think even we, more. I think we even saw like a little bit more of that this year when with the with the Slam T1D right. partnership. That was um, such a good video. I thought that was really cool. Like that was yep. that was a great way to showcase um, you know, something more than wiffle ball in terms of, you know, not really a a, a personality trait but yep. just we're we're people too, you know, it's like things lives, that we're yeah. going through. It's 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 the, you know, part of our lives and right. And also being able to like raise awareness for for certain things is is really right. cool. So yep, I will say to that we've as a company paid our dues to receive a platform now where we're at where we have over a million followers across social media to where whatever we say, whatever kind of content we produce, it'll actually make a difference and it'll it'll be in the eyes of kids, adults, teens, people that are our age or or you know people that are, are um, many generations ago that can can actually be affected by what we say and the, the type of stuff we produce. So. Yeah, when we talked about that Slam T1D thing with uh, Jimmy and Trey, there were comments from people in their 60s and 70s that were like, I'm a Slam T1D. This is super cool for you guys to be promoting this. As well as like an 11-year-old kid saying like, I hate talking about this. So when like Jimmy Jimmy Norp comes out and says it, like it makes me more comfortable in my situation. Yeah. So with us having a platform now, um, and this is this wasn't always the case, you know, coming up in like 17, 18, 19. But with, with 10, with us, 11, 12, 13, exactly. 14, 15. <laughs> but with us actually having this platform now, it gives us the opportunity to share those messages, um, which can be very helpful to people out there. Well, I don't know if we probably have said this at some point, but that also worked out well because like we kind of came across Slam one T Slam T one D and our wires crossed like unknowingly to Jimmy's condition and Trey's condition. We knew about Jimmy, but Trey we had just oh. drafted. So like, well, right, that, yeah. and it kind of worked out and like the D backs were playing there already. Like we'd already allocated the D backs and the Cobras to play in this third out of state series. And then it just all happened to like work too perfect. Yeah. Almost. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. But going even further, like that's kind of, we're talking about like the art of like storytelling and, and, and knowing people's stories. And that is a theme within all of MLW that I could see being a, uh, a prevalent one uh, moving forward. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. very important, especially on YouTube for a page like us where people have been invested for years and years and years and right. stuff like that. So I'm definitely happy with not only the Slam T1D video, but this new video with the personalities. Um, you know, it would have been easy for us to make like a pitching tutorial three. Probably would have ran up a half million views. <laughs> Whenever we drop a pitching tutorial, it always goes crazy. But <laughs> We uh, just did one last year, though. I know. But that's why it would have been funny just to drop another one just to get the views. But it just be would, like people, Sawyer's drop ball. That's like the only new people, thing that you know happens. What, people you would know do what that we should though. do. Like, is, I mean, it's you see YouTubers all the time like make the second video they've already done because yeah. they know it's going to be successful yeah. again. It's yeah. just like free views, but milking it as yeah, they say. Just, I don't know, dude. It's, it's like is the, is the, is, the is the sequel ever as good as the original? Well, I mean, here's it, it what can I'm be, thinking. But it's rare. Here's what I'm thinking is is we clickbait them and we 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 go pitching tutorial. But it's really just me. It's and just I'm Jack. showing you how to throw my all name, these different pitches. My name's Jack Agger. Like I play for the Metro. Jack yeah. in your garage. You're listening to like Metallica, is, just absolutely whipping it, no speed limit. This yeah. is my wiffle ball. I'll show him how to throw a slider. The duck hook. And I'll I'll show him how to throw a ball. A ball. That's it. <laughs> straight ball. I can see you going with the mechanics of like, you got to get your elbow back. I'll go Ephus, <laughs> slider. Yeah. No. I think we should produce that if we have some spare time this summer, Jack. We would we would get views. You should. Fi- you know, it would be funny if you filmed it as, as like an old like nineties nineties instructional video for like well, some random company. Think Super cheesy. You're saying you don't want to do like like a like a pitching tutorial video because it's mm-hmm. like you know we've done that and it's mm-hmm. like free views or whatever. But what if we literally did the anti of that? Like it's like we put it up as like a pitching tutorial, but it's just basically like a parody of like a. Pitching that would tutorial. probably be pretty funny. 
That would be pretty funny. It would be pretty funny. That'd be it's, a good April Fool's funny. joke. Which yeah. Is coming up. <laughs> Jack. Exactly. Maybe make a TikTok for April Fool's. Hey. My name's Jack. I'm on the MLW. I'm a professional football pitcher. <laughs> and this is how you throw a slider. It's just you like <laughs> cocking back and tossing one in. And then I attempt to pitch too. I'm right there with you now. I mean, you can't good. say oh, we're. Please, please. I don't know, Jack. No. I don't know. No. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. No. But, but yeah, we are, we're, we are going into April. Uh, draft coming up. Draft coming That's up. Right. Big draft coming up. Um, I don't want you to necessarily give too much away, Kyle, but yeah. uh, maybe if you could just shed a little bit of light in terms of like what you maybe see coming yes. for the 2023 season or some teams that you think could kind of be on the, on the you know, maybe considered a sleeper. Um, yeah, just give me your thoughts. I will just address this class as a whole um, without giving out too much, but it is a very wiffle ball dedicated class it is a class that has paid their dues in this game has been to a lot of our tournaments has it loves the game is a part of multiple leagues you know a lot of these guys um and zero players where it's like oh they just kind of were a friend of somebody so they were selected right. that kind of thing um sorry preds <laughs> <laughs> no no disrespect Zing, to anybody me. out there but Got i'm just him. saying <laughs> but yeah everybody that is in this class is uh paid their dues like i said and loves the game yeah I think I agree. The class is coming together. The captains are talking. They're looking at this board of people we got, and I think it's coming together nicely. So excited to share with you guys in a few weeks. But until then, I mean, uh, we're right there, Jack. We're in the home stretch. Right there. Right there. I'm so excited. I, I, I think I, I think this is my sixth year, maybe seventh year in the league. I have never been more excited for a <laughs> wiffle ball season. You know, I was excited. I think it's I your, can eight, say I think that it's your eighth year, Jack. Confidence. I think eighth, it's year maybe? eight for you. I'll tell you who's Getting fired old. up. It's Jordan Robles. He's been texting me in full caps like every other day. We're winning the league. We're winning the league. Let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> I heart, love it. Heart. I don't even know what to say to the guy half the time. I'm like, yeah, we're winning. That is what I love, dude. As the commissioner, like you can't just like you can't just fake that with anybody. Like I love of, when our players have that. A lot of people want to win. Of dude. course, I want to win. I haven't won in. Gosh, we we forever, had we yeah. had him on the pod. Who do you think in Jordan the league? Curdy, Mr. JK, he is he's chomping at the bit too. Oh, I know Jordan. If, we had, so if, if we had to name three guys heading into the 2023 season, who wants to win the most? Who's going to be that three? I mean, I mm. want to win a lot. I don't. I mean, I think everyone wants. I think to win, everyone like I really wants to win. I. Uh, it's a big deal, even if it is like a niche thing. Like it feels awesome. I think that's what's so. Now, I think that's so what's so cool is that yeah, literally like we don't. I don't think we have anyone in the league who doesn't care mm -hmm, about right. it you know who doesn't want to win yep like that's what's so great about it that's what i love about person i hear from the most about it is definitely robles but trust yeah. me i want to win just as bad as he does i mean we talked about how i was like trying to stay optimistic in that interview after our loss to the d-backs last year because i was like really yeah. bummed out on the inside not even just because of the sofi thing that was a cherry on top but i just genuinely wanted to win i don't care where we're playing it just because yeah. it's like it's cool i know how so hard it is cool, from being in the league i know how thin the margin of errors can be that decide a championship season versus a non postseason season. Mm -hmm. So it just, I mean, I haven't won in a long time, but I remember how awesome it felt winning in 2017 when the competition wasn't even as good. So winning one now, I think would be a whole different level of like, yeah, that was epic though. Being, I know, it was, but um, it would be a whole Cobra's, different sense of accomplishment. Cobra's blue like 2 0 lead. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Jack. boys, put on your <laughs> Skip Bayless hats right now. What two teams have the most pressure heading into the season, do you think, to mm. win it all? To win it all? Sure, yeah. 
I think the Cobras have some pressure. That fan base is getting, even though they had a great season last year, I feel like they don't. They, they they're just, like never happy. Their fans are never happy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like never you guys an incredible run. And unfortunately, game two really what is what caused that sweep. It was that last inning, the walk-off. So it was almost not a sweep. It was yeah. almost a totally different series, but right. Norp did Norp things. So I think there's some pressure there. Mm. Um, I don't know, from a fan perspective, like from the Mallards, I know everyone was bummed we lost, but I don't think anyone was like, like blame yeah. point and blame at people. So I know my fan base wants us to win and I want to win just as bad, if not more than they do. So, um, yeah, I'd say yeah. just the Cobras is the one fan base that's like really getting antsy for a championship. <laughs> I, see, do you I agree? I, yeah, I do agree with that statement. I think uh, one other team, um, that comes to mind that might have a little bit of pressure is the Eagles because they just, they were, they yeah. were like, Basically, like seventy five percent of the way through the season last year, we were like, right. "Who's going to stop it's the over. Eagles?" Yeah, were they eight and, and one? It was, or were they seven and two at the break? They might have been eight and one. They might have been. We didn't beat them. I don't remember. They, I, they lost dude, to the Magic, and they then were like unstoppable. Swept the game. I think they're eight, yeah, and, one. They eight and one. Eight and one. At and the break. now, and now it's like you know another year under Dallas Allen's belt. You don't have, you know, more of a veteran than Dan in the mm-hmm. league. Um, this new. This new rule change, having four yeah, people in the lineup, point, that's point. like the first team that comes to mind that you think should benefit from that. Um, so, I mean, also the odds of the Diamondbacks winning it three times in a row is is probably... Don't count them out. I'm not going to count them out, but it's probably pretty slim. So I just feel like the Eagles, like... Somebody's they're gonna, gonna have a target out. on them. Like I feel like they have pressure for that's sure. Like knocking out Maybe Jimmy. they don't feel that Somebody's way. Somebody's got to knock out the D-backs. Knocking and out with, Jimmy is like... A championship of its own, right? That's true. <laughs> in the National League, it's, yeah. <laughs> people are really going to be. We looking almost at had him buried last year. And we Daniel, couldn't, couldn't Dallas, bury him. you and Jordan, like some people are really going to be pulling for you guys. I'm sure to knock out the D backs because, from what I've seen in the sports landscape, my entire life, people don't like dynasties for yeah. whatever that is. Like, there's a lot of unless t- you're that fan base. Because there's people, a lot of Pats people, haters for a reason. Miami yeah. Heat uh, haters in the back in the day when LeBron was Yankees. there for a reason, like. Because for whatever reason, people like human, people dethroning others. Yes, people people like to see like change, failure. But it's also like when you when when you don't have that, like when you aren't part of that dynasty, mm-hmm. you want to see that dynasty like come back to <laughs> earth. You know, mm-hmm. you want to see it like come back to you. That's why people like don't like that stuff. They want to see like the underdog. I only hate it when it's like a true super team with like KD's Warriors, like with the, the Patriots. The NBA, yeah, the Patriots. It felt yeah, the NBA it, way different just because of like. How, how they constructed their team and how they played. Yeah. But when it's the Warriors, when KD's joining a team that won like 75 games and it's like, okay, that's not, we need to change things here. We need a new champ. Yeah. yeah. Well, time will tell, boys. Time will time tell, tell. But I'll be I'm honest, geared up. I got to pee so bad. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this one up and I appreciate okay. you guys tuning in. Like we said, big things ahead, so stay tuned for that and uh, see you fellas in a couple weeks. Well, I guess next week because you're hearing this now. <laughs> so, bye. Peace. You got a fun fact? Oh, fun fact. Kyle, do you have any fun facts for the pod? The Eagles have some injury report issues. Oh, that is oh, that's a very wow. fun that's fact. A that, fun is, fact. that is a fun fact. That's Stay all I'm going to say. That. Wow. That's a okay. good scoop. We'll, we'll leave you guys hanging. We'll see you.